Well, the Indiana Pacers have hired their next head coach. They lose one of their top executives. We've got a lot to discuss here on the Tony D Podcast, as always, brought to you by Flooring is Forever. Flooringisforever.com, 317-755-1246. If you're looking for high-quality flooring with a lifetime warranty with a 100% kid-proof, waterproof, and pet-proof Cortec, flooring is the way to go. Beautiful options for wooded tile looks. With a built-in cork backing, it creates an extra layer of insulation. Easy to clean and won't stain. Get a hold of Harley today, 317-755-1246. Uh, Nate Bjorkgren, head assistant for the Toronto Raptors under Nick Nurse, is the next head coach of the Indiana Pacers. This comes days after the announcement that Peter Dinwiddie, or the man that JMV and I call the man with two brains, is moving on to the Philadelphia 76ers. We've got a lot to discuss on, on both aspects of that. I will start with Peter Dinwiddie. First and foremost, congratulations. I mean, you talk about a guy that has earned his way. If you don't know his story, he's a local guy. You, you've definitely seen him at Pacer Games. He was very close with Larry Bird when Bird was here. And Elton Brand came a-calling and is now the executive vice president of basketball operations for the Philadelphia 76ers, a Philadelphia 76ers team, which I think is is, is on the verge of, of making it back into the NBA Finals. Uh, that obviously barring Joel Embiid staying healthy, uh, the development of Ben Simmons. They've got some some good talent. they got a guy named Matisse Thybul, who they picked last year in the draft, a guy that... Uh, Peter Dinwiddie and I had talked about, had discussions about possibly being drafted by the Pacers. He played at University of Washington, and uh, Peter actually and I saw him in Vegas play in the Pac-12 tournament. So um, congratulations to the guy that used to uh, serve you drinks at both Mo and Johnny's here in Indy and Connors, uh, but a great opportunity. And, and I think for Peter, I talked to him over the weekend. He's very excited. You're not going to leave Indianapolis kind of where, you know, he's he's got younger kids where you grew up, where you're established, unless it's a it's a huge opportunity, and I do believe that this is a huge opportunity for Peter. So, congratulations to Mr. Dinwiddie. Now back to the Indiana Pacers and the next head coach. I, I don't hate it. Um, Nate Bjorkgren is a guy that I think the Pacers look at it as could be the next Nick Nurse. Like here's a guy that has paid his dues, paid his waves. He coached on the high school level. Um, broke in, was a G League head basketball coach where he ended up winning a championship. He worked for the Phoenix Suns. I believe he has a little bit of a relationship already with TJ Warren. He was in Phoenix, was fired kind of when they cleaned house at 0-3. He, he's, he's developed talent. He seems to have an eye for talent and helping in the development of young athletes, young players as their career and their maturity levels rise. Um, throughout the NBA. I don't hate it. It's not the splash hire that I think Pacer fans and myself were looking for. Uh, but this is the guy who's been around. He's relatively young. He's 45 years old. He's learned from a guy who's won an NBA championship in Nick Nurse. And he was on that coaching staff when the Raptors won an NBA championship a few years ago. Um, first and foremost, to win the press conference, you really only have to say a couple things. One... I know when to use my timeouts, so if it gets to a 6-0 run, an 8-0 run, a 10-0 run, I'm going to use said timeouts. Um, you know, be better in the draft. This, this this Pacers franchise has to simply be better in the NBA draft. You have to try to market it as a place that people are going to want to come. 
and I think you're going to see a lot of possible retreads coming here. Uh, somebody had asked me what free agents for the Raptors could possibly come to the Pacers. Uh, I think we could see a Serge Ibaka maybe on a one-year deal. I know what you're saying. Oh, well, can he even put up numbers? Is that what they need? But I think what the Pacers need is a guy in their locker room that has been deep into the playoffs, has been on good basketball teams. The David West type of player. You know, David West still, I thought, had some tread on the tires and, 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 and played well here. But... Um, I would not be surprised if the Pacers made a little bit of a run at Serge Ibaka. I don't exactly know how um, Nate Bjorkgren and Serge Ibaka's relationship is. I'm assuming it's pretty good. Um, but I think if you're going to be the Pacers, you have to I mean, you, you have to overhaul the entire coaching staff. There's no retaining Dan Burke. There's no bringing back um, any of those guys. You have to you have to. Hit the reset button. When you bring in, you you have to give this guy a, a fair chance to bring in an assistant coach or multiple assistant coaches that he can work with and 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 work alongside. So maybe is that a Chauncey Billups? Maybe you hire him as an assistant. I would like to see a former player. I would like to see somebody who has experience. Um, maybe as a head coach that's out there uh, would love to see this team move forward and make the right moves that need to be made to win. Again, get back to the Eastern Conference Finals. Get to um, the NBA Finals and, and, and win basketball games. And if, and if that's trading Miles or trading Victor and drafting better, it's certainly something that uh, the Pacers have to do. I am okay with pressing the reset button on a lot of things right now, giving this head coach um, a chance. Uh, I don't think giving a max contract to Victor Lodipo is a wise decision. And if he go, I, I would I would just try to trade him. I would if if Kevin Pritchard can work the magic like he did with Paul George, that would be great. Uh, but speaking of Kevin Pritchard, I mean he has to give the new Nate, uh, so to speak, a chance with his own guys uh, on the coaching staff. And and I think if you're Kevin Pritchard, you have to do that because I also think that Kevin Pritchard is tied at the hip with this head coaching hire. Uh, if this does not work out and this team can't get out of the first round of the playoffs or can't make the playoffs and takes a step back from where they were, I mean, I would give this team over the last couple of years under Nate McMillan a, a C-plus grade. Um, at times, they've shown they could be a B-plus, A-minus team, and at times, they've shown they could be a C-minus, D-plus team. I, I think you're, you're, you're right there. You're at the doorstep of either walking in and making – things happen in the Eastern Conference where you move forward and you advance in the playoffs, but I also think they're just as close to taking a step back if you lose some of these players or you don't get back what you should get back for them. So um, there's an adaptability here. I think, you know, the new coach is going to come in and say, hey, you know, let's, let's get all hands on deck. What can I learn? What can you teach me? What can I teach you? What can these, um, what can these players do to help us? Um, you know, and, and and you look at Bjorkgren, and, and and look, this guy is a, he he leads the huddles for the Raptors, draws up a lot of the plays, knows how to go one on one with players, and 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 do what they are best at, and putting them in positions to make those decisions and make their talents grow. And developed in big time situations, so I don't hate the hire. It's it's certainly um, not a splash. It's certainly not one that people are gonna 
go crazy and lose their minds over. And there's probably going to be some learning along the way where we say, damn it, Nate, which we've already said for the last three years. Or we say, well done, Nate. That was the way to go. Um, but the Pacers, this is, I mean, these next two years are really going to set the future for this franchise in the 2020s, I think, because you're making moves now that either are going to get you to where maybe you win and you get deep into the playoffs and big-time free agents, maybe you want to come here, um, which obviously, as we know, doesn't seem to happen. But this is the guy that, that players want to play for, and they're contenders in the East. I don't see why not. So uh, I, I'm as optimistic as possible for this Pacer team, but but at the end of the day, it is what it is. It's time to go. It's time to make hay. And, and finishing 7th or 8th in the playoffs and getting bounced in the first round, getting swept in the first round, uh, playing like absolute dog crap in the playoffs, those days have to be behind us. And if that means big moves that need to be made, uh, whether that's a little depot being traded, Miles Turner being traded, I think you keep Sabonis, Brogdon, Warner, or Warren. You know, see if you know, hopefully he returns from injury. I mean, he 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 played so well in the playoffs. If he can stay healthy, he was banged up last year. Same with Jeremy Lamb. I think Lamb's the guy that can give you good minutes off the bench. Uh, but I, I think we're going to see some changes to this roster for the Indiana Pacers, and uh, those changes kind of started. You know, with with the next head coach. And you bring him in and you ask him what he wants, what kind of players he needs, and go from there. So uh, go or go home time for the Pacers now because what they do over the next two years I think is going to set them up for the next decade. Thanks for listening, as always, to the Tony D Podcast. Hopefully you agreed, disagreed on some things. That's great. Follow me on Twitter at Tony D Indy. Don't forget to like and subscribe here on any platform that you listen to your podcast. Thanks for all the support. Stay warm. Go Pacers. And as always, thanks to Flooring is Forever, flooringisforever.com.